0: hey bestie welcome back to your orthodox besties podcast we are your hosts Miriam and mary and we're so glad you're here tuning into candid conversations about your burning questions if you're new to the podcast this is a hotline style show for youth and young adults meaning you write in your questions and we discuss them here in a short sweet and significant dialogue through our faith, experience, and knowledge, we hope to challenge your thoughts, encourage you to better understand yourself, and help you see the value you bring to this world as Christ intended. Please remember that every situation is unique to its circumstances, and our answers are not meant to be prescriptive in any way. And with that in mind, let's dive in to today's question.
1: Okay and welcome back. Uh, Today's question is a great one and we can't wait to dive in. It goes like this. How do I slow down? I want things, everything, relationships, events in life, outcomes. I want it all to unfold already because the uncertainty is uncomfortable.
0: I mean who doesn't want things to happen quickly in life? Like it's... Annoying to have to wait for things, especially things that you want, like things that you're excited about. You know, like I just came back from a trip and the anticipation of going on that trip, you're like, oh my gosh, when is this week going to end? When is this month going to end? Like, I can't wait for this really exciting thing to happen. And in the case of a vacation, I know when it's happening. Like, it's booked, it's scheduled, and I can look forward to a specific thing. But when it's something that's uncertain, Of course, that's hard. Like, I can totally relate to this question, and it's very human to be like, okay, come already, you know? Mm -hmm. And
1: also, I think it's very challenging to not feel uncomfortable in the uncertainty. I think all of us struggle, and all of us struggle with anxiety, specifically when it's something that we really want, or something we're really looking forward to, or something that we expect almost Mm -hmm. for it to happen at a certain time or at a certain stage in our life or to like achieve a certain goal by a certain time. So we're always anxious and uncomfortable waiting for that. And I think that's, I think that's very normal. And we got to give ourselves some grace and recognize like, it's okay to feel this way. But like, what can I do in the meantime,
0: while I'm waiting? You know, I think it's important definitely to talk about what we can do in the meantime. But before that, it would be a good idea to just take a bit of a step back and ask, why do I feel so uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Like, what is it about this situation that is making me anxious that I just want it to end? Why is the waiting so difficult?
1: I'm I'm going to go like based on my personal experiences and I would say I think the waiting part is hard when you're surrounded by so many people achieving particular goals or attaining particular positions or whatever it might be and you're not, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Wait, but then if everyone around me has achieved that or if everyone around me has gotten into a university program or if everyone around me has bought a car or bought a condo or bought whatever, like why hasn't that happened for me yet?" Mm-hmm. Like I have X, Y, and Z. I have all these things lined up. Like, why is it so much harder for me to attain these things? And why am I struggling with it?
0: And so really what we're saying is that often that uncertainty is related to an insecurity of Mm -hmm. some sort. Mm -hmm. It's a comparison to others potentially, or it's just this sense of, I think I should be here by now, or "I Mm -hmm. I think I should have gotten to this milestone and I haven't. And what does that say about me? Mm -hmm. And I think that when we're in that mindset as humans, we just want to get out of it because it's a very scary place to be. Because if I just sit here and start asking myself, what is it about me? Why is it that I'm not here or there? Or why has this happened to this person and not to me yet? Mm -hmm. Well, then it forces me to take a very introspective look into myself And ask some hard questions and maybe identify even some weaknesses. And that is never a comfortable thing. So I think in life, as long as we're moving forward, we almost don't have to do that. Like we can completely avoid asking ourselves those questions and just focus on what's happening in life, what we're doing, what our goals are. And I'm not saying goals are bad. I'm obviously a big fan of ambition and and moving forward, but what we do in that time of waiting is so important to developing character.
1: I agree. Yeah. And I also want to say like, it's not necessarily always your friends or your circle that are causing that uncertainty or like they're hitting different milestones that you're not. But I think society as a whole sometimes puts pressures on us of like, the milestones that you should be hitting and what age you should be achieving these milestones at mm-hmm. um, and it could be anything from like relationships to career to like financial stability like there are so many different expectations that society has of us or our community has of us mm-hmm. that we probably wouldn't even think about if it was up to us like if if society didn't say like by the age of this you should have like x amount in your bank account I'm um, just making up stuff but like if that wasn't the case we might not even think about it we might not even consider it or you need to be at this university and achieve your degree within this many years like this is all like external factors that sometimes we don't think of or we don't add that pressure to ourselves until someone else identifies it if that makes sense
0: yeah completely expected and normal Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. societal standards are inflicted upon us whether we acknowledge them or not Mm -hmm. and so i really liked that this question started with how can i slow down because clearly this person is realizing that something is pushing them constantly right there's some sort of drive and i would call that drive yeah societal expectations it could be family expectations cultural expectations there's this sense of I should be moving forward let's go let's go let's go Mm -hmm. and I can't slow down because I'm not where everyone is telling me I'm supposed to be so I just have to keep working at it until I am so until I'm there I can't stop and so the person who asked the question clearly realized there's something that is not working about this dynamic
1: yeah I think we all come to that realization at some point where we're like, why am I constantly going? Why am I constantly moving? Why do I feel like I constantly have to work or constantly try to achieve something as opposed to like, enjoying life yeah
0: especially you mary because when (laughs) i try to make plans with you seven weeks ahead of time it's like oh no i'm so sorry on june 14th (laughs) between 3 p.m and 6 p.m i am really busy and i can fit you in yeah i am definitely guilty of that
1: 100 and i know that but it just why do we feel that urge or why do we feel the urgency to be constantly working or constantly progressing and constantly meeting milestones that society has kind of put in place as opposed to me putting it in place Mm -hmm. um and I think sometimes I do pause and I do think like okay I just need to be present in this moment I just need to enjoy this year or I need to enjoy this month or I need to enjoy the summer like we do try or I think we should try to like stop and just
0: breathe so the question really is then what drives you to that point where you're like hold on I have to stop and slow down. Like, what is the indicator that life is moving too fast and that this is not good and that I need to slow down?
1: For me personally, it's when good things happen and I don't take the time to let it sink in, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm working so hard to achieve a milestone and I do achieve that milestone. And I didn't celebrate it in any way. I didn't acknowledge it in any way. I didn't reflect on it in any way. And I'm like, wait, but I already did that. Or like, why, why, do I, why am I still rushing to do the next thing? Right. As opposed to like, enjoying that moment and being present with those around me who saw me like reach that milestone I'm not saying it always has to be something big it's not even big like if it was just like a goal of like meal prepping for a month or whatever like I should take that in and like really I I want to say celebrate but it doesn't necessarily have to be a party but like just acknowledge it right as opposed to like just coming up with another milestone or another goal and
0: constantly feeling like I'm in a race Mm -hmm. with myself. So even just being able to see the good, like being able to see the accomplishments, the strengths, Mm -hmm. the goals, the growth, right? Like if
1: we're constantly working on ourselves, which I think every human should be, like if you're constantly working on yourself and milestones are hit or... goals are achieved, then like you should be able to enjoy those things. You should be able to enjoy your time and be present with those around you who saw that or witnessed it or whatever. Like it's just being more present. And when I realize I'm just go, go, go. And I tell someone that I've achieved something or that something has happened or like I've hit a milestone that I'm really excited about. And they're like, that's huge. And I'm like, you're right, that is huge. Like Mm. why have I not acknowledged that? And instead I'm still anxious about the next thing That I need to accomplish or the next milestone.
0: Enjoying that is a choice, right? The process of slowing down and being able to identify the good and the progress in some ways counteracts that feeling of being stuck or Mm -hmm. having to wait or dealing with the uncertainty. Because while, yeah, there's always going to be stuff in life that's uncertain, not Mm. everything is going to be clear, really at any point in our lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you're always going to have something where you're like, I wonder what today brings, you know? But being able to identify the good, even practicing gratitude regularly. And this is so crucial to our faith. Mm -hmm. Like, when you really think about what Christian practice allows us to do, what focusing on God allows us to do, it's a redirection of our attention. I totally agree and there are
1: moments in life where we've all seen that and witnessed that and said like we need to redirect towards God but I just want to go back to why we feel so uncomfortable in the uncertainty like why do you think that brings on anxiety why do you think we feel so uncomfortable in not knowing what the future might bring or not knowing why we haven't reached certain milestones
0: as opposed to just being like ah well it'll happen when it happens. Right. That's a great question. I, I really think that the human tendency is to focus on that which we lack at the end of the day. So if I'm not exactly where I want to be in life or I'm waiting for something to happen that's just not happening, often what we end up doing is turning on ourselves and then it's like, what's wrong with me? What? Is my weakness and this insecurity is something that's really uncomfortable to sit with so instead of sitting with it we just want to move forward so we're happy in some ways to go with the rat race of life because we don't have to sit with those feelings we don't have to ask ourselves why we feel this way or what's contributing to it we just push past it we just want to run past it and that's why slowing down is the only way to manage that. So let's say we've done the inner work and we've sat with ourselves and we asked ourselves like,
1: why am I uncomfortable? And why uh, do I feel this way? How do I now convince myself that it's okay to slow down? Because I think that's the trickier part. It's the trickier part of like, okay, I haven't reached this milestone and I'll, I'll trust that like, God will let it happen when it happens. But like, how do I almost convince myself that I need to like slow down and take a breath, and be present, and enjoy life as it is now. What should I, like, what self-talk
0: do I need to do to help with that? Hmm. You know, the question itself is really interesting, but like, how do I convince myself that I need to slow down? It's almost like you have to give yourself permission to do what it is that you need to do, because I think the fear, and this is all in my opinion, stemming from fear, it's like if I don't do this, then I'm going to be stuck here forever. Or, sure, I trust in God's plan, but let's be real—like I'm the one who has to put in the effort to make this happen. There's that, you know, belief, but there's an equally strong disbelief yes, in the same But moment. I also do think, like, yes, God's
1: will be done, but and you believe and you trust in God's will, but. You have to do your part too. And we've talked about this in the past, right? So like right. when you say like stop completely and like just slow down, I don't think it means like don't put any effort in life at all. And like don't try to reach milestones. Don't try to be like no, achieving things. No, but what I'm things.
0: saying is that the reason that we have trouble slowing down is because we think that if we do, we will not achieve those milestones. It's like we have sort of a bit of a God complex ourselves that yes, while of course it's good to have goals and ambitions and to work hard at those things, when it's clear that you are pushing yourself to the point of burnout or to the point of anxiety that you're not able to get through the day because you're so anxious about what's to come or what's not happening or how can I just like get this over with? I want to get this over with. Mm -hmm. It's that inability to stay in the present moment that really says something about what you actually need to do, which is to stay in the present moment as uncomfortable as it is. Like, I cannot tell you how much value, and you might think this is crazy, but how much value I see in just sitting alone in a room without a phone, without a television, without any sort of distraction. Without even a book, without any sort of input, and just being, even for just a few minutes a day, why is that so incredibly challenging for us? And I'm speaking for myself as well. I'm definitely no expert in this, but every now and then I just try to challenge myself to do that and not necessarily controlling my thoughts or doing anything with them, but just being, like being in the presence of God and just saying, I'm here. And so many times we say, oh, I I don't I can't hear God's voice and I don't know what he wants for me and what's what's going to happen in the future. And I'm so worried about X, Y, Z. But we give no openings because we are constantly filling our mind with input. And then when we're not getting input, we're outputting, we're talking, we're doing, we're working, we're we're doing school, we're studying, whatever it might be that when exactly are we supposed to actually experience this peace i always say like
1: even just doing your morning drives or your morning bus ride to school or to work or whatever it might be is like such an excellent time to just be with yourself and like no distractions you know your route so you're probably on autopilot anyways so you're really just present with god and let doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be meditative or praying. It's just silence. It's Mm. just silence. And sometimes the thoughts that come out of that, uh, it's kind of awesome. Like it's, it's pretty amazing what you can come out of just quiet time and just being present with God for just a few moments.
0: Yeah, I love that you're incorporating some sort of routine in this because Mm -hmm. I think that's key is how do I incorporate this slowdown into my day every day? And while I know that this might not be completely practical and it's not the easiest thing to plan out because it's often weather dependent, really, that's the main reason. But personally, for me, slowing down almost always requires time outdoors. I don't do as well inside a room as much as I try to, It's a lot harder, but I find that being in nature, just even if it's just going for a five minute walk where I, my phone is not with me and I am looking up or I'm looking out, I'm looking at the people around me. I am looking at nature. I'm looking at God's creation. That for me is just an opportunity to look outside of myself. Like to go back to what we were saying earlier, the outward distracts us. From the anxiety that can sometimes lie inside. Yeah. So for me, it's the outdoors.
1: And even if it's just temporary, like for me, I could get into a routine of like just doing that morning drive of quiet time for like a week, two, maybe a month. And then I just go back to being like anxious and stressed and overwhelmed by all the things on my to do list and all the things I need to accomplish and all the milestones I want to hit. So I think. Just recognizing that it's going to be a work in progress and like you might have to restart and re-recognize that like, oh, I'm getting back into the grind of things and I'm not giving myself that grace or I'm getting back into the grind of things and I'm not recognizing like God's input here or how much God can provide here or just recognizing that this will be like almost a pattern until you have it really set that you've slowed down. And I think, I'm going to take it back to COVID, but like, I think during COVID times, we were all forced to slow down. Yeah. And I think... It was great. Yeah. It really was. Like, for me especially, I actually said, like, I want to continue living my life this way to Mm -hmm. a certain extent because of how wonderful it was to slow down and just be so present with everything around me. And with with nature as well, like what you were saying, because I was forced to do walks more than anything else. But Mm -hmm. it just... I think slowing down has a lot of benefits and like you just need to recognize that you can provide those slowdowns for yourself and it's
0: okay. And I will say that those slowdowns will not come naturally in life. I Mm -hmm. think we have this really distorted idea that This is just a busy time Whatever it is that this is for you If you're a student and you're in the middle of exam season It's like, oh, I'm just really busy Because exams are coming up And then the summer comes around And your social engagements are just Every day there's something going on Oh, I'm just busy because it's the summer And then you finish school and you start working Oh, I'm just busy because this time of uh, year in my job is busy Hmm. There is never going to be a time in life Very rarely, very rarely I should say where it's easy to slow down. I'm not going to say never, but it's very rare. Yeah. So don't fool yourself into thinking that that slowness is going to come to you. You you have to seek it out yourself. Yeah. And you have to create it for yourself. Yeah. Um
1: And I think that's what's important here is just recognizing like you recognizing that you need to slow down. Like the person who asked the question said, how do I slow down? So they're recognizing that they need to slow down. Mm -hmm. So once you recognize that, just try to implement little things. Like even if it's just for two to three minutes at the start. And then once you find enjoyment in -hmm. slowing down, once you find enjoyment in like not feeling so anxious and meeting every single milestone that everyone has put on you, I think that time will be extended, and I think your grace for yourself will be extended, and I think your belief that God's input will be extended. So just give yourself
0: that opportunity. Thanks again for tuning in today. Just a reminder that if anything we've said resonated with you, be sure to take a moment to reflect and pray. If you need more guidance or support, please seek out a trusted friend family member mentor or mental health professional. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Orthodox Church. And on that note, we're your hosts, Miriam and Mary, and it was so great catching up with you today. Till next time. Love ya, bestie.